All right, Jeff Brown here with Storm Chasers interviewing Brianna Stewart. Stewie, how you doing? Good. Good. Um, first, I wanted you had surgery in the off season. Yep. Yep. How how is that going? Are you are you full contact yet, or what's the timeline? Um, not in full contact yet, but rehab recovery is going really well. I'm on the court, just continuing to kind of uh, build back progression by progression with you know time restrictions, things like that. Hoping to be like more. Uh, full contact you know uh, the end of february beginning of march um and just you know ramp up it's just like a process of like you gotta do this then this and then um so you had a contract with ecat overseas but you weren't able to play because of the surgery so does that just roll over into the next year or how does that work um so i i signed a two-year deal so uh next year is definitely happening and to be honest I'm not sure about the rollover but I think that's more up my agent's alley and figure it out from there. <laughs> um, but we touched on this a little bit earlier about uh, just signing the one-year deal yep. with Seattle a lot of that has to do with the prioritization mm-hmm. clause and I guess how is how do you look at it and then also impacting like uh, a lot of the players in the WNBA? Yeah I think that you know people are trying to just figure out this this prioritization clause and you know um, having choices be made for people, I don't think is exactly what we want as players, you know, having to decide one way or the other. Um, so just trying to make sure that I'm, you know, keeping all options open as far as what's going to happen in the next couple of years. And then do you think that was, <laughs> do you think that was, um, like the the WNBA really trying to keep its players home and not have to go overseas? Yes, I think that, you know, I, I get it. It's the w, WNBA wants to hopefully, like, really continue to invest in, in its players and, you know, keep them in market and help them build uh, even more behind that. Uh, it just, sometimes it's just really hard to compete with overseas money. Mm-hmm. Could you envision a, a scenario, obviously not like next year or so, but five years, eight years down the road, where the WNBA is expanding to like, I know they've already increased the games to, I think, around 36. 36 yeah. yeah. And so, but like expanding to like 50 games or so a season, but then also increasing player pay. Yeah, so that's, that's I think, ultimately the goal of the, the WNBA is they want to like make the season longer, um, but have majority of the that chunk of the season in the summer um and it just gets really complicated with overseas with uh international events things like that uh, but luckily it's not my job to figure out how to make it all work and i'm just gonna be the one that shows up in place and then how did seattle or like during the free agency process i know you talked about you know you're always going to come back to seattle for this next year did they kind of give you a vision and outline of because obviously like we don't know sue sue could play more years down the road but this could be her final year did they kind of give you a like sell you on a vision of beyond this next season um no i don't think that really seattle had to sell me on too much i think just you know the excitement and wanting um me to be back the the core of group to be back and you know i think that especially for the three of us like we know that you know there's there's unfinished business on the table and then uh kind of along those lines with your visit to liberty did they kind of sell you on hey maybe sign with seattle this year but 
this is kind of what we could envision you go you know in future years um yes and no i think that you know new york was uh happy to have the opportunity and like i said it was nice to be able to kind of see from a different perspective but um ultimately it's it's my choice and you know that's respected from both sides and then uh, Seattle made pretty big news trading away Katie Lou and the first round pick for Gabby Williams. I wanted to get both your thoughts on Lou being traded away, obviously a former teammate of yours at UConn, but then Gabby is as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you have any uh, like thought process in, like before that trade was made or input? Um, and then just, I guess, also your thoughts on Lou leaving and adding Gabby. Yeah, um, so definitely, you know, as the, the trade was transpiring, um, you know, that's that's always, like, the hard part in professional sports is, you know, trades and losing some players and things like that. But um, I think that, you know, Lou going to L.A. is going to be a great opportunity for her, obviously, to play at home, uh, to kind of continue to, to elevate her career there. Um, and just knowing that, you know, our relationship is more than, you know, whether we're on the same team together or not. And then on the other end, just being excited about having Gabby come. Uh, hopefully, you know, continuing to bring uh, her experience that she's building from, you know, playing with France, playing overseas, and, and carry that over and uh, just give us a little bit of a different dynamic than, than we've had before. And um, now bringing in two um, major defensive players, which is uh, Gabby and and then um you know one of the downsides i guess of the salary cap changing and just free agency in general is sometimes there's not enough money for everyone um you guys lose jordan canada in free agency um i just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on canada as a teammate over the mm -hmm. past four years uh helped you guys win yeah, two titles and no i think that you know like like i was saying anytime you know a player has is traded or you know signs with someone else it's it's sad but but also at the same time um happy so i guess it's a bittersweet feeling you know for jordan um have loved to to kind of share the court with her to be her teammate to to watch her continue to kind of grow and develop throughout this league and uh, now you know still be watching her but just from a little bit farther distance and what were like some of the best things that jordan did on the court with you guys i mean the the, some of the best things that Jordan did was, you know, she came in and she was constantly a spark plug. She was someone that continued to develop. Uh, I mean, learning behind Sue is, is something that I'm sure she'll take for the rest of her career. But uh, just her, her pace really changed the game when, when she was in and on the court. Uh, and she, she makes really, really exciting plays, that's for sure. And then uh, a couple more here, and then it will be done. Uh, I talked to you about this at the very end of the season. Um, how much communication did you end up having with Jewel mm -hmm. as far as kind of your guys' future playing together? Uh, a lot of communication. I think Jewel and I were, were definitely in touch a lot, just, just figuring out what was going to happen going forward. Um, obviously, both coming back to Seattle, knowing that we want to come back and, um, you know, go after another championship. Uh, I think that, you know, we've shared the court for seven years together now. 
and want to just continue to do that as much as we can. Awesome. And I think last one for me, uh, how has motherhood changed you, changed your life, outlook, and everything like oh, that? Oh, I mean, motherhood has, like, changed my bedtime, that's for sure. <laughs> I go to sleep way earlier. Um, no, but Ruby is, she's literally um, the best thing that's happened uh, for myself, for Marta. Just watching her continue to grow and, and having her be here and be able to share as many experiences with her as possible. Um, I can't wait for the season to start and her to be um, there watching. Awesome. Thank you, Stuart. Yeah, absolutely.